all these chargers. And I'm like, why is my computer dying? Because I didn't plug it in. Welcome to Up Next, the only podcast where if you don't like them, you automatically racist. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Steven, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> Once again, we nailed the intro. <laughs> it's never awkward. We never talk over each other. We never miss a cue. We never miss a cue. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I find the game of the episode? <laughs> Andy, how the hell? Are how the hell? The hell are you? Damn it! <laughs> oh, I'm peeking so hard. Let me turn that down. Um, I just like getting up on this mic. Oh yeah. Yo, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I've all all little things all my fault that like. A lot of scheduling issues, but they all finally came together literally yesterday, and I, I, by the like skin of my teeth, I made it. Nice. I, I know. I like triple booked myself all over the course of three weeks. I had three weeks to get my shit together, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather not. It's- I'd rather have a really panicked weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh- you, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it I'm sounds fine. like you need a personal assistant to manage your schedule. And I would that's offer not, I'd offer my is, services. Um That's if, not true. No. No, cuz I just went from not having anything to do for 2 years to having so many things. Mm. What do you got going on I, now? What do you got going on these days? What are I just have a things? couple I just have a couple shows I'm doing and uh just juggling rehearsals and I'm getting some some gigs back and stuff and some teaching. Nice. So it's just getting back in the swing of busy. Um, oh man. We had a meeting for my team at work today and she goes, I think you both, it's like, and she, uh, she asked me if I wanted this like a week and a half ago. She goes, do you want some organizational training? And I'm like, no, I don't know the organization. There's a difference. <laughs> I was like, I'm not disorganized. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> It's general incompetence. It's not <laughs> organizational incompetence. <laughs> oh man. Um nice. Yeah. Well, and then some yeah, someone's like I'm like, "Oh shit, man. I'm sorry. Like I double booked I, and it was just a hang. So I was only like late by an hour." And my friend goes, "Wow, you need a planner." I'm like, "This was in my planner." <laughs> <laughs> man well i'm glad you've got so much going on um it's exciting what about you how busy are you um i'm like normal busy uh but my busy well i guess actually i'm more busy than normal but it's all still during normal business hours (laughs) so um yeah i guess we should um for our dear listeners who definitely noticed that we missed an episode and who knows by the time this comes out, maybe we've missed two uh, uh, normal dates. But I'm thinking from now on, the pod might release on a slightly less regular schedule just because, you know, we, we're both boys with a lot going on. We're finding it difficult to find time to record. Uh, I'm finding it difficult to find the time to edit and produce the pod. 
I'm right. finding it difficult to find time to tolerate Steve's bullshit. <laughs> um, so yeah, the pod is uh, still alive and well, or as alive and as well as it ever was. Um, but I think I'm going to let myself get a little bit less particular about, um, you know, hitting every other Wednesday consistently as we had been. The next episode comes out on like Arbor Day. <laughs> when is that? September. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I'm going to keep talking. Keep doing your thing, but I am going to look it up right now. Listeners, Andy is Googling when is Arbor Day 2022. Oh, fuck. It's in April. (laughs) Okay, so that's feasible. I get Yeah, but it's April 29th, so that would still be... (laughs) That'd still be sometime. I should have just said Labor Day. I don't know why I said Arbor Day. (laughs) Uh... I don't I don't either. They really both don't. end in bore. <laughs> that was my common link. <laughs> um wow, okay. So, yeah. Andy, this is it's, it's really good to be back to recording. It's been over a month since we recorded. I checked the calendar. Pretty wild. Oh, that's why I was in such a good mental headspace. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I uh, missed you. I've not been in a good mental headspace, but that's just par for the course. It's not. It's, <laughs> don't like. Don't worry. It's not. It's not due to. So like, so you. with. But I mean, at some point, like, don't you eventually just win therapy? At some point, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you ever just get to stand up and they give you that your fixed certificate? Like, I'm just saying, if I went to a mechanic to fix my car and I just had to keep going back. <laughs> It does sometimes feel like a racket. (laughs) (laughs) You mean I never get better? (laughs) (laughs) Like you just keep digging up new things that are fucked up. (laughs) In that way, it's very much like the mechanic. Like you go in for like a tire rotation and they come back and they're like, yes, so you like your, your, I don't know how cars work, by the way. So this won't make sense. They're going to be like, someone poked holes in your exhaust pipe. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) Your engine doesn't work. Uh, your um other car parts also don't work uh yo someone actually replaced uh your your coolant system with a hoagie and (laughs) And coincidentally i lost my sandwich (laughs) the carburetor's on the fritz (laughs) that's a real car part that was nice the the carburetor's the part that makes the car go burr (laughs) i hated that same um where were we what were we talking about oh mental states yeah you know it's fine whatever um yeah so uh yeah we burned so much good content in the pre-show before we were recording anywho we're here tonight recording we're talking about run the jewels 2020 album rtj4 you remember when we could have seen Run the Jewels, but I had to watch Taking Back Sunday? <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like looking over my shoulder trying to catch a glimpse of them on the main stage uh, during that show. But no regrets, well, no regrets. Yeah, Seeing well, like yeah. half a Taking Back Sunday show was fine. Maybe like a quarter <laughs> or like a third at best. I mean, yeah. hey, it was worth it to not have to deal with that fiasco again. The four hour back. journey back to your apartment. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, but we're not here to talk about running our feet on the CTA. 
We're here mm. to talk about mm. running them jewels. Yes. Um, so but you talk album, about I, them, yeah, yeah because I, I don't know anything. <laughs> and you would think, given that, like I said, it's been a month since we last recorded, which in theory would have given me tons of time to prepare for this. You'd think I'd be like totally locked in, ready to go. But this is probably the least prepared I've ever been. So let's let's do this thing. It's exciting. You might be shocked to find that I listened to this right before we started recording. Really? Come on. I mean, at least I've listened to this like many times in preparation. But I hadn't had the time. <laughs> you haven't had the half hour <laughs> in the last month. Well, you know, because, like, I'm like, okay, I don't have to, like, listen to it for, like, two weeks. And then, like, two weeks went by, I'm like, I should probably listen to this. And then I started getting busy. And then it was, mm-hmm. n- it w- I love you, but this was never even on the back of my mind. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, this weekend I was like, yo, I gotta listen to this. And then <laughs> I just, yeah, all week I just couldn't find 40 minutes anywhere. Yo, and there, then right? I, I downloaded this, you know, like, mm-hmm. I went to download it so I could listen to it on my drive to work this morning. Like, you know, start the passive listen. But I... Which you did, did I, right? right? I left before <laughs> it finished downloading. So, like, these this album that I was downloading before it finished, and I go to listen to it, I'm like... And then it said, not complete. And then I was just busy at work all day, and I didn't listen to it. And then I got home, and I listened through it twice. Okay, twice. Not Not too bad. All right, I thought I just got one listen out of you. All right, so who are, who is Run the Jewels? Who are the Jewels? Run the Jewels are an American hip-hop super duo composed of Brooklyn-based rapper and producer LP and Atlanta-based rapper Killer Mike. If that sentence looks or sounds familiar to anyone that's been on Wikipedia lately, coincidence, that's all I can say. Um, so these two fellas uh, have been in the game for quite some time. So LP has been uh, working since the 90s as a producer and solo artist, and I think the member of some um, groups or bands. Um, and Killer Mike made his debut in 2000 on the Stankonia album from Outkast. Um, and put out his debut debut solo record in 2003. Um, according to Wikipedia.com, the duo were first introduced to each other by a Cartoon Network executive. I don't I don't have any information. That is the best way to meet. Yeah, um, which led to them collaborating on some some projects together, um, and eventually deciding to to form Run the Jewels. Um, they put out, I guess with that Cartoon Network uh, connection, I think they've used Adult Swim as like a promotional tool for several of their albums and songs. Like they'll, they'll do little um, music videos in like a cartoon style to debut tracks. I watched some of those on YouTube. Um, so they got together and put out their first um, album, uh, self-titled Run the Jewels, in 2013. And have since put out Run the Jewels 2 run the jewels three and rtj4 uh which came out in 2020 um one cool thing is they make all these available for free to download uh which is pretty Hmm. neat although i checked um for rtj4 the free download is the whole album as one mp3 like you don't get individual tracks which hey you know you can't be begging nor choosing at that yeah like i like to say if you are begging you 
should not also be choosing. I think that's the common expression. So what kind of music does Run the Jewels make? Um, According to Wikipedia, their genre is hip-hop and political hip-hop. Although, a quote from Killer Mike, he seems to have an issue with the political rap label. Um, He maintains that they are not a political band. Um, And I think that's actually been addressed on one of the tracks in this album, um, that it's more a spiritual thing than a political thing. Um, So that was interesting. Uh, Here's the quote from him. At some point in the future, they're going to try to label us as a political rap group, and that we are not. We do not care what political party you belong to. We don't care who you supported. We don't care what you are doing tomorrow politically. We care that socially every one of you know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we care that socially every one of you know you are absolutely born free and nothing has a right to interrupt that freedom. Oh, that was pretty dope. Much dope. Freedom is dope, right? Wasn't that a... That was like the Bush slogan for the war, wasn't <laughs> it? <is> <laughs> That's how he tried to get all the young kids into the war. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so RTJ4, some facts about the album. Uh, came out on June 3rd, 2020. Uh, unfortunately, based on some of the themes in the lyrics of the album, uh, incredibly timely release. There was some stuff going on in 2020. I don't know if anyone remembers, you know, that summer. It was good, normal times. I got uh, puberty, yeah. <laughs> I got puberty. <laughs> I, I'm killing the common phrases today. Yeah, that was <laughs> incredible. Um, so as far as personnel on the album, we've got LP and Killer Mike. Uh, also featured on the album, we got Two Chains, Pharrell, Zach De La Rocha, which floored me. I was listen doing my passive listening, driving home today, and I was just like, "Is that Zach De La Rocha?" <laughs> yeah, I think um, just uh, the song that he's on was the first uh, track that I heard by them. And totally hooked me. I think he collaborated with them on some tracks on earlier records as well. Uh, we've also got Josh Holm of uh, uh, Show Up Ancien, Queen of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age, is that right? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. Um, and uh, ASAP Ferg. <laughs> no, I, this, what's a, what is the meaning of all these rappers with ASAP in front of their, of their name? Do you know what that means? means? as soon as possible. Well, I know what that means, but there's a lot of ASAPs out there. I don't know. There's a lot of Lils out there. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, I didn't mention in my note here, but there's also a track uh, that features Mavis Staples, who um, I'll admit didn't know who that was. She seems like a big deal, though. Isn't she a blues singer? Some sort of singer. Oh, sounds Mavis like Staples a blues singer name. Is an American rhythm and blues and gospel singer, actress, and civil rights activist. That's pretty cool. Anyway, um, yeah, apparently the album received widespread acclaim and debuted at number ten on the Billboard 200. Uh, it's sitting at a 89 on Metacritic, which is a very important uh, statistic in my opinion. I'm very glad that we were able to mention Metacritic. Yeah, I mean, I think they they need to be recognized for all the hard work they do. Um, and I guess this uh, this is uh, taken from a review in Clash by Mike Malenko, and I thought this kind of summed up uh, things nicely. Uh, they stand out from the crowd whilst invoking the people to stand up for themselves. There is not a bad song on the entire album, and the production and features are second to none. 
And uh, I gotta say, I tend to agree. I think this is a very good album, which is why I picked it. Well, very nice. Yeah, that's the album. That's the band. Um, Andy, after listening to it with intense focus two whole times, uh, what'd you think? What are your what are your high level impressions? Um, I think due to the intense way with which I scrutinized over each track, mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh, <laughs> really? Yeah, and I also think, dare I say, I'm also being petty. Mm. Um, but I was just like. Again, with me, unlike you, who is like, I do not have the taste to acknowledge greatness at all, I at least am like, if I sat with this, and, you know, like, had I been listening to this more so over the month, I think more shit would have popped off for me. But, yeah, I'm just like, this is fine. I also just think I wasn't in the headspace to listen to anything, like, terribly critically or enjoy anything (laughs) the last couple days. (laughs) I've been there. So I'm just like, yeah, all I could think about when I finished, like, my, like, first listen through was, oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the Steve of this episode. Mm. I just don't feel good, and this is going to suck today for no reason. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. It's fine. I think Damn. they make really good beats, and I like their their flows, their various uh, fucking rhyme schemes and patterns Mm, mm. i think they're good and i liked things i think i was just totally like i was just like this is a lot of words and i'm not trying to really understand them (laughs) (laughs) wow so then i so then i could just latch on to that was a nice beat and that's where it would stop for me oh man it is so funny that you can you can bring freaking uh thundercats album to this and be like this is like the deepest most meaningful shit and then you're on this one you're like eh, they said some words <laughs> they said a lot of words <laughs> and okay if thundercat sang as fast as he played bass i too would be like ah he this is too many words uh all right all right i'm very disappointed very disappointed and i also you. didn't say that Thundercat was the deepest. I just said I didn't care about the lyrics and the music is great. <clears throat> okay. Which arguably know. is what I'm saying this time, too. Mm. <laughs> I I thought, I might be misremembering, I thought you had said something about, like, it having some, uh, uh, being, like, uh, cerebral or some shit like that, but I don't know. I might be misremembering. Let's play back the tape. Well, uh, I don't think it's meh. I think it's great. <laughs> so there. Um, I've never been more schooled in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, power owned. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, I think the beats are great. Um, I think their flow is great. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about flow. Um, and yeah, obviously. The woman from the progressive commercials. <laughs> I saw her two weekends ago. Really? In yeah. what context? Just like walking she, on the. She was at uh, the Annoyance Theater, this theater oh, yeah? that I do stuff at, and uh, we were both drunk. Nice. And I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to bother her. I was like, "Ooh, you're too famous for me," which <laughs> says a lot about my station in life. Um. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Um, but yeah, I like uh, a lot of the themes in the lyrics. Um, I think it 
Were there themes? I thought they were just saying words. Yeah, it was mostly just words that rhyme. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of political stuff, even though obviously Killer Mike says it's not a political band, whatever it is. Um, yeah, unfortunately. I didn't get that at all. I didn't no? get any politics, <laughs> any deeper subtext. <laughs> but I do, I, I honestly think it's a good mix of like just sort of um, your typical, like kind of silly, just sort of like shit talking self-promoting music you know like i'm i'm the top shit blah 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 here's why i'm so cool but then also having like pretty smart like um you know social political commentary so i enjoyed that a lot should we talk about the songs do we need to Um, do you want to i suppose it would be disappointing to the fans if we didn't (laughs) (laughs) well all right since you're so excited to do it um, let us begin with Yankee and the Brave, episode four. Too much pride, and I meant it when I said it never take me alive. I got the grand nag running in the alley outside. The mic will run like um, you know, I wrote a lot on this one, but I need to say it in total. Okay, do it. Nice intro jam. <sighs> you had me. You had me. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah, I'm. I'm learning how to act. <laughs> No, I did write nice flow, and oh. then I and then I did write stuff was said. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the like like the last line. We don't mean no harm, but we truly mean all the disrespect. I was like, all right, nice. Yeah, I think it works. It works well as an opener, just as far as the energy of the beat and like the way they come in on the vocals. Um there's some really cool record scratching going on throughout the song uh, that gets more prominent in some other tracks as well. I'm a sucker for that. Um, And yeah, it's kind of just a good statement on like what they're, what they're about on this record. I wholly agree. Um, I got to say it wasn't super, it didn't catch me. It didn't make me go. Ooh, la la. I liked this beat a lot. Mm-hmm. That was a real good one. It was like real. It gave me some like solid like ninety like late eighties early nineties vibe, and the scratching at the end. Yeah, that, that scratching outro. Sick, yeah. I would say. I would say it's sick. It truly, truly was. Uh, you, that's you don't even have to joke. <laughs> yeah, I really like just the yeah, that beat with the piano sounds super nice. Um, I just I crack up at so one difficult thing about this album is there's not a ton for me of like one liners to call out as like really good lines. It's like, you have to like take the whole verse and I'm not just going to like read a whole verse on the podcast. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but there's a lot of clever stuff, but I, I crack up at the line, uh, fuck a king or queen and all of their loyal subjects. I pull my penis out and I piss on their <laughs> shoes in public. Like <laughs> whoever says penis in a rap song. I don't know that cracked me up. Pull my penis out. Yeah. And it's it worked beautiful. with like a, is that an alliteration when everything starts with the same letter? Or is that yes. something else? Yeah. Penis, yeah. piss, pull, public. <laughs> All the things Steve likes to hear in a rap. <laughs> Ooh la la. He's um, like, this has, this is exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> music to my ears. 
Um, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what I was gonna say. Go on. Well, now I'm gonna change it because it was definitely good. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while, man. You've been real out of sight. <laughs> Featuring two chains. <laughs> featuring two chains. Do you remember when you were on that vacation featuring two chains? I buy a hot dog stand if I'm being I'm if I'm to trying be to be frank. I'm like, okay. That's pretty funny. Otherwise <laughs> though, that's that's in two chains first, right? Yeah, it's two chains. I, I otherwise don't love his contribution to this song. Like, it's fine. But that, that line is pretty funny. I don't, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, I really like this beat. I like the way the sampled vocals are used as, like, part of the beat. Um, I also like the random cat meowing periodically through it. It's <laughs> just odd. Um, yeah, I've, you know, it was fine for me. Yeah. The first verse, I like how there's more of the back and forth between... Uh, Killer Mike and LP. I always appreciate when multi-vocalist groups trade lines more often, go back and forth. Um, and once again, when Killer Mike comes in with that one line with, my motherfucking Uzi weighs a ton, <laughs> I crack up. That's apparently a reference to a Public Enemy song. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I've, <laughs> I've said my piece. Do you, do you have more on it? Um... Holy Kalama fuck, you and your <laughs> lack of respect uh, for this album. One minute, let me be candid. You stand by the garbage can hand to hand. And that dumb trap shit, no proper plan. I see ignorant shit like geeks dance. All right, Holy Kalama fuck. Um, fun name for a song, I guess. I like the beats. I more like the beat in the latter half of this song. Yeah, it has a pretty drastic shift about halfway through. Um, I think just and I like the I don't know, I like how like their their flow, I like how they're rapping mm, over the, mm. the back half. I think like the front half is fine up top, but the back is what did it for me. Oh the back always does it for me. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I can only say, I want to say this right now, though. Okay. You are going to hate the rest of these notes if this is getting you. <laughs> Great. I'm excited. Um, I definitely like the feel of it in the second half better. Um, I think I have to pause it so I can talk because the rapping is, is, is messing with my ability to speak. Um, <laughs> I do. I appreciate that shift in tone and beat halfway through. That's like, it's like a fun, like, curveball. Um, and... I, in the, so like lyrically in the song, I like um, Killer Mike's verse on the back half where it's like very autobiographical, just like talking about his like um, his origin story essentially. Once upon a time, um, and I like that it um, like based on what he lays out here, like it sounds like he you know came up in um, a pretty rough situation, you know, and but like it's like not at all like glamorizing or romanticizing it, like. Um, he talks about not being able, like, still not being able to escape the panic, PTSD, streets do the damage, right? Like, he's not, like, saying, oh, yeah, I'm, like, so, like, hard because I went through this, this, uh, um, maybe he is saying that, but he's not saying, like, this is, like, cool, right? Like, it's not, 
something to be um glorified yeah exactly so i, I appreciate that um it was very like um i don't know kind of kind of raw you know emotionally yeah yeah i agree with that yeah yeah dude i they mean they call it they call it socially conscious rap mm yeah, man, the Lupes of the world. Mm, I love mm, it. Mm. You know, it's like, it's because the whole thing, right, is like the the type of rap that glorifies like what you were saying, like all that shit, like selling drugs and pimping. And I was thinking, mm. like, that's not a real thing anymore. Like back when Jay-Z <laughs> literally made that song, Big Pimpin'. We're starting to show our age. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, these, we, we these These rappers talking they, about pimping. They thought, everyone listening to this, all four people that clearly don't know us intimately thought we were 18. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's like that. It's like that rap versus, you know, like intellectual or like rap. It's kind of like Goonies versus E.T. <laughs> so on this show, I always enjoy like surprising you um, with media that I've not consumed. So I have not seen either Goonies or E.T., believe it or not. I've not seen E.T. Oh, really? Oh, I've so- seen, I know I've seen parts of it, but I've never... Never in my life have I sat down start to finish seeing E.T. Yeah, likewise. I've seen, like, all the parodied moments from it. All of, you know, like, the fucking bike. When yeah, he's I like, mean, who doesn't know that? I know about the bike, yeah, but I've never seen the movie. I know about the bike. <laughs> um, you have any thoughts on this song? Hmm? Oh, hmm. did I write anything down? I wrote, all right. <laughs> And that's not a bit where I like pause and then say more stuff. That's all that's, I wrote. That's all you got. No, nothing for you on this one. Um, you know, it's social commentary. I liked, like, I liked what I heard when I was like reading along, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you've been hypnotized and twitterized by silly guys. Isn't <laughs> I that love the that truth? part. I love that part. Well, and right before that, he says, or, or somewhere else in the song, he says, uh, "Now I understand the woke folk be playing." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man. The wo- <laughs> By the way, we all have. I, I think we all should stop saying woke because every time I hear some politician complaining about wokeness, I like cringe so hard. Like, please, like, just it, it needs to stop. Are we on board with this? I was yeah. Watching, I was watching a video on Reddit, which is cursed, about it was it was, it was Matt Gates like complaining about wokeism, and like I just wanted to. I was gonna say gouge my eyes out, but I really wanted to like gouge his eyes out do something to my ears i just never want to i i have a visceral reaction to hearing people talk about wokeism it bothers me from like both sides well mostly from one side but well from one side it's like i don't know you know because you can go too far in the other direction and i'm not advocating that it's like so to stop that then you should just believe in gates for me it's more just the term itself it's not what it stands for I'm I'm on board with like all the woke stuff. I just don't like. I don't know. I think the I don't know, man. I think it's run its course. I don't know because I feel like, you know, as a person of color, you can like white people. It's like I'm woke. It's like, are you or do you just like getting in Twitter like Twitter arguments and you don't do anything? So but when I say woke can be bad, that is what I mean. Where I'm like, and then you could argue and say, well, that person's not really woke. 
But I digress. The term has run its course. We've declared it so. What if this people are going to be listening to this podcast when it's uh, recovered on wax cylinders in a hundred years? <laughs> <laughs> and and woke, woke as a term will be resurrected because they heard us talking about it. Like they will have it would have been they'll lost be like, to time. They're like but... these two prophets. <laughs> <clears throat> In, in all seriousness, I do think um, I wrote Mike's verse is killer, which is pretty funny because he's called Killer Mike. Um, I like that you were getting choked up by that. <laughs> no, I just like had to like burp. <laughs> I know. No, I, I do just like the whole the whole theme of that verse, where like um, obviously talking about like yeah, there's no there's no revolution on the internet, right? You've been Twitterized by silly guys, um, and just like talking about all the different ways that we get turned against each other based on you know um you know our minor differences right demographic shit that people use to to the people the powers that be use to keep us all fighting each other instead of turning on them fighting the real fucking enemy may our tombstones read they were nothing to fuck with i like <laughs> Say that. that shit again mike soon <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude are you still running every day i gotta i gotta go tonight still oh god i hate that so much well you gotta be careful because you know it's slick you might be walking in the snow god damn that motherfucker cold this may be my favorite song on the album love this one Oh, what did I write? What gold did star. I... The return of the gold star. I wrote nice commentary. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wrote more. I wrote more. Gotcha. Psych, you Ooh, dumb you piece of time. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I deserve that. I wrote loved Killer Mike's verse. Walking in the... And again, shout out to Genius, who is thinking mm. about potentially answering my dms about sponsoring us our people (laughs) are talking to their people and you know it's just like walking in the snow is like walking around in this world surrounded by like white privilege and i was like damn that's a nice that's a hot take Mm, mm. and yeah it is (laughs) yeah just his uh killer mike's verse is beautifully insane because it's just too real Right. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. Damn. Yeah. Especially when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are the... Jeez. F- I love the way, going back to his verse, like from the beginning of it, um, he, the way he connects like the education system and its failings for poor people and people of color, like connects that directly to imprisonment and, you know, just, you know, running into issues with law enforcement. Um, connects it directly to himself in terms of you know normally the the lowest scores on the tests are the poorest and they look like me, um, and then you know making that direct connection to, um, you know people dying from police brutality and once again connecting it to himself right like you watch the police choke out a man like me, um, and just talking about being so numb to it and just sitting on your couch watching it happen and and like you were gonna get earlier like the most you get is a Twitter rant right, right. So, yeah, um, this does not get a gold star for me, but I think if I lived with him more, I would like yeah. it. 
Uh, the other thing I like is so in in L, in the first verse from LP he he talks about um like the cage is never built for just one group right so when that that was a good one and, and then Mike kind of echoes that later in the song like I promise they're coming for you the day after they're coming for me um once again just getting at that theme of like trying to get people to realize you know uh, us normal folk you know got more in common with each other than with uh with them and this is where you got your cute little intro oh yeah that's the end of this song right yeah <laughs> i did think when i heard that i was like "Ooh, that's our podcast <laughs> my last note on this song um i one of the um might be like the, one of the last lines of the song but killer mike says all of us serve the same master all of us nothing but slaves and i just like the way that kind of connects to the next song just just let us sink in 2020 on the map this one is my favorite one on the album this is a very good song featuring zach de la rocha and pharrell yeah i just like i really like i love the pre-chorus like the chorus is good too but the pre-chorus with pharrell that's i like that especially with all like the uh all the uh, little little hype shit at the end of each thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. mastered economics as you took yourself from squat. Slave. <laughs> and I'm just, like, all that was good. And uh, Yeah, like, look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? It's like, yeah, we all, everyone gets it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a really smart song. Um, I think it's got a, a nice verse. Like, it's a more um, kind of chill, minimal um, beat. And, uh, oh shit, what'd I do? <sighs> Sorry, I'm reading my notes. What do you, what, what did you like about this aside from that? Or was that, was that all you got? Um, yeah. I mean, it was mostly that. Zach De La Rocha coming in. I did like that. I, I just, again, like the vibe of everything is like, at least every other line, there's just like even a, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, just like, I don't know, the vibe of it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beep, beep, Richie, this is New York City. <laughs> uh, I'm just, like, looking over some of the, the lines, seeing what pops out for me. Yeah. I really like, um, in Killer Mike's verse, the way he um, kind of con- contrasts his, his days of selling drugs, you know, yeah. as a younger person with, like, now the increasing legalization and corporatization of at least at least pot and, I guess, eh, you connect it to just like all the other uh legal drugs that you know corporations get to get rich off of right while other people uh end up in jail or prison you know for long terms for you know trying to make a living like obviously that's not um all i don't know maybe i'm oversimplifying things did you just fart what was that (laughs) it's my face But I think he said, I think one of his lines, like, can you believe corporations selling marijuana? How that happened? <laughs> <laughs> Am I a hypocrite? Because I know I did pet- yeah. <laughs> plenty crimes. Yes, I'm is. <laughs> I love it. Uh, pedophiles sponsor all these fucking racist bastards. They do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, now we're going we're gonna to get labeled as a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be but totally if weird. you were to be into that, 
<laughs> I do have this really awesome manifesto you should read. <laughs> There's this comedian that was like, he was like, you all act like better than people that make manifestos, but you tweet all day, which are just manifestos of 140 characters. <laughs> and I was like, damn. <laughs> um, what do you think? So like the whole look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Like there's obviously the literal meaning of that, right? Like literally our currency having slave owners um, faces on it. Um, I keep trying to think of like if there's a broader or, or alternate meaning to that, like j- just talking about like, yeah, even, even the, uh, fucking genius lyrics were just like, this is what it means. Money, literal slave owners on our printed money. And I, <laughs> yeah. I thought because it like there is followed, that for sure. because it followed the line, you know, about Instagram, I thought it was talking about like, you know, like these slave, ma- like, you know, your slave, you're a slave to these people, like these, influencers mm, mm. and like like posing on your dollar i took that to mean like i you know like they convince you to buy shit or whatever like they have this influence over where you spend your money mm-hmm. um that is how i took it to mean. i like that i like that i was trying to make a connection to just like the slave masters being just like the capitalists posers. what's that posers no just like the, the the capitalist powers that be but i don't I don't quite know how they're posing, you know. I don't think I think the the founding fathers get like a bad rap. Did you ever watch Hamilton? They could all rap. No, I I I, I oh, tried watching they, Hamilton. I couldn't get through like three songs. I was like, they're oh. all phenomenal rappers. Yeah, I feel like someone that has zero joy, period, and can't stand musicals anyway. That is not one to watch. Yeah, uh, I mean, you didn't like it either, right? You don't like Lin Manuel, right? No, no, I do not. Yeah, it was. Watching it, for I think I gave it a solid fifteen minutes. It was just one constant cringe. Like I just could not. I felt so bad watching it. The next time we hang out, you, I'm making you watch a musical. It's gonna be great. I'm sure you could find a musical that I would enjoy or tolerate. Rent. Rent. Never seen it. No, no surprise. Yeah. Um. Well, dude. You're, I'm gonna get you to watch some musicals. You're gonna fall in love, and you'll never look back. Are you ready to hear everything I wrote? I totally. Okay, here it is. Eh. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a standout for me. I think it is ironic that it's a song about not looking back, and then it's it's. A lot of the song is dedicated to talking about their pasts. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I like for me too. Uh, you know, let me let me just pull it up real quick. Get it back in my ear. Yeah, even musically, I wasn't super into it. I think yeah. if I had to say anything, like even just re- glancing over the lyrics again. I think I'm more into the lyrics than I am the song, like the music, and I'm not that into music. So, <laughs> was thought, there yeah. like what about the lyrics uh, stood out to you? Oh, again, they didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm not saying it was like oh by leaps and bounds the lyrics are what <laughs> made me not vomit when I listened to this. I don't know. You know, it's just mm-hmm. uh, like you said, it was just them talking about like the past, painting a story. 
mm-hmm. talking about how like this has shaped them and they just can't go back to that shit. Mm-hmm. Is this the song where Mike first starts talking about like his mom passing away? I don't know if that's come up yet on the album, but it comes mm. up a few times. I'm not sure if it starts here or later. I don't think this is the one in earnest because the one that you're talking about, I did like um, when he like really, I mean, like he mentions like his mom, but like the one lyric I'm just looking at, you know, it's like dad told me never to give a honey my money. Had to ask daddy, did that include mommy? You know, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, dang. <laughs> he takes things advice very literal, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is a fine song. Once again, for me, this is probably the low point of the album. Um, but like, it's still like it's. Um, I don't think it's bad. It's just not a. Doesn't get me too excited. Not like you. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say this is a low point, kind of like the ground below. <laughs> This also, again, got eh from me. Okay, okay, expand on that. Expand on that eh. I don't know. I think, like, the beat's nice. I do like the literal opening, the god killer, this Tokyo, I'm Godzilla. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what is this? This is, like, them kind of like what you were saying. Like, they're kind of being like, yo, I'm hot shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, you know, it's... I can't remember what album we were listening to once where it was just like... It it was like that, where, like, halfway through the album, it was the I'm a I'm the shit track, mm-hmm. you know? And I was you gotta like, have this it. is... And I'm like, you know, that was refreshing. I but. think that was um, uh, Igor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the... Uh, I'm blanking on Tyler, the creator. Tyler, is that it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the guitar riff that's sampled in this. Um, it is from a song called Ether by Gang of Four, which is definitely like a cool band that I'm like a cool guy that I'm like really familiar with and like listen to all the time. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty cool song though. I checked it out. Um, a couple of things that stood out to me on this. This is the second mention on this album of the Haitian revolutionary Toussaint Louverture, which I think is pretty funny. Like he's mentioned in Zach de la Rocha's verse obviously um (laughs) unjust (laughs) and then mentioned again here and i was like that's you don't you know don't hear that name thrown around uh twice in a half hour typically um there's also a very funny one-off line from lp where he he is it the donut line (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) fillet a donut hole wife don't get to the crib quickly like mrs lp is a lucky lady. <laughs> oh, I'll watch my mouth when I'm finished watching y'all suck clout. Oh man, Jeez. there is some. There is like a persistent tapping or knocking sound coming from you. Oh no, it stopped. I don't know. Something was. I, oh, I was anyway. tapping something. Okay. Cool. Good. Sorry, dude. Yo, it's. Maybe there's like a fucking bomb going, <laughs> oh like a grenade, and then someone's pulling the pin. Can I do your bit for this one? 
can I like yeah. be Andy for a second? Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear all my thoughts on this? <sighs> yes. <clears throat> Fuck the system, man. That was my. That's my note on this song. Dude, you know sometimes simplicity is beauty. Um. Uh. Yeah. What did I say? I said nice imagery. I suppose. Uh, and image. I don't even. And well, I'm yeah, like, what? what? I was like, what did I even mean? Um. You don't know. Because you know, it's just like using all these metaphors, like these. These mm. religious-y metaphors, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay. I c- From the long line of the rancidous swine, I was like, all right, I can picture fucking gross-ass pigs. Oh, yeah, some nasty, nasty some, pigs. Some cloven foot designers. I'm like, ooh, ooh some devils? Mm. Okay. Okay. Go on, go on. <laughs> you know, trying to divvy up a dump in corresponding boxes. How obnoxious. I don't know why I said that line, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) The expanse across all space can't be contained in one small dollop. And I was just like, oh, and that made me think of the universe. And that was scary. (laughs) (laughs) And then hello void longtime watcher is like, we need to stop. (laughs) Andy, I told you, don't, don't look into the void and don't think about the universe. (laughs) Every cage built needs an occupant. I'm like, okay, that grounded me. <laughs> yeah, the cage coming back. The cage came back. Um, unfortunately, not Nicholas Cage. <laughs> we should be so lucky. At best, life is difficult. Mm. Poor and you pitiful. Ain't it? Then every day is like a satanic ritual. Beautiful soul with a rogue and the criminal. These devils, they do the despicable. I'm just a fan of any any song that makes me picture demons dancing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, um, fuck the system, man. What did you think about the the contribution from Mavis Staples in the hook? I, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't it like pop do it out for me. for me. Yeah, I was like, you know, it was there. I didn't view it as like negative, like it happened, mm-hmm. and then I had to go fucking punch somebody. Can well, Jesus. Think? Yeah, Jesus wasn't there. This is a song about demon dancing. Well, not specifically. But... Well, yeah. Well, Andy, if you were ever sentenced to death by firing squad, um, and really, you were you really? were asked for your last words, I would say that would be a few words for the firing squad. Put all this of a shred of heart, even when you want to fall apart. When you're surrounded by the fog, treaded water in an ice cold dark. I appreciated how not on the nose that segue was. Yeah, you're um, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate your feedback. I liked Killer Mike's verse. Good sentiment. Nice closing track. It's all right. <laughs> I uh, really like the saxophone throughout. Uh, it, I like how it kind of interacts and interplays with the rapping, and then we get a nice, a really nice sax solo, kind of in the middle of the track before it changes directions. Thought um, that was nice. Yeah, and otherwise, like lyrically, um, I guess the first part of the song is just a nice, like you said, Mike's Mike's track. I think this is where he talks about more in earnest about his mother's passing. Uh, in general, sort of as a song to like the 
the downtrodden right of the yeah. world um so yeah it's it's pretty nice it's a kind of a chill outro but then what do you think about the the yankee and the brave uh <laughs> outro <laughs> in, the, in the back half of the song <laughs> That was silly. I'll never uh, like. It wasn't so silly that I was like, "This is fucking insane." It's very you know? goofy. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy it. It's it's dumb, but <laughs> I do want to say though, I do like like towards the end of Killer Mike's verse, right when he's like, "Friends tell her he could be another Malcolm. He mm. could be another Martin." She told her partner, I need a husband more than we the world need another martyr. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And then I also like that he was just like made in Atlanta, Georgia, where I used to ride the Marta. And I'm like, that was a slick fucking rhyme. Uh which I, you know, obviously assumed must be the Atlanta transit. I figure so, yeah. But yeah. Talented boy, that killer mm-hmm. Mike. I'm just proud of myself for going this whole episode without... So in my head, I kept accidentally calling him Fat Mike. Um, because Fat Mike is uh, the lead singer of NoFX. Oh, yeah. And, and Killer Mike is... Um, Not Jewish. <laughs> well... Yeah. I guess he could be. He could be Jewish, but I'm assuming I, I, he's <laughs> not... I'm assuming he's not a white Jewish punk. Yeah, so... Um, but I kept mixing that up in my head, and I didn't make that mistake in the episode. And I'm very happy and proud of myself. I really hope you do. There's still time. No, no. So my favorite part about Fat Mike's verse is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Andy, um, those are the songs. Yeah. Yeah, all the songs. Um, I guess we should rate it. We should. Damn it, so I what... didn't come up with rating scale ideas. No, no rancid swines. Ooh, that's, a, that's an option. <laughs> Well, what are your fucking amazing I, I, options? I don't have any. I just said I didn't do my homework. Yankees or Braves? Uh, let's see. Donut holes. Donut holes. That's um, what it is. Yeah, really? Yep, it's donut holes. I like what it makes me think of. Wait, so I have a question. Because um, a donut hole, if you buy a bag of donut holes, you're just getting the, the part, the, the, cir- the, the sphere. Yeah, I think is he was he... just talking about the hole of a donut. Oh, the hole in the donut, not the donut hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the difference would be, <laughs> whereas the hole in the donut is. <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. Make it stop. Oh my Lord. <laughs> okay, I'm done. If at least some of that doesn't make it in the episode, I will be pissed. If if some of it does not make it in the episode, you want yes. it all in? No, it doesn't all have to be in, but I need to hear a little. Okay. Okay. We'll see what we can do. All right, Andy. Um, why don't you give your, why don't you give a few words for the rating squad and then um, give your rating? I think I'm just going to, you know, just restate my piece from the top. Unlike Steve. I try to find the best in all music. So even though I feel like I may not have enjoyed it as much as my co-host, I do admit that had I lived with it longer, I would have a much better opinion of it. Because then it would be part of your lived experience. It would be. So uh, 
But having said that, it isn't currently, so I have to give it a one. I'm kidding. That was just (laughs) the look. Y'all can't tell, but the look (laughs) Steve shot me. If it looks could kill, I would have a little bruise. (laughs) I'll give it a two and a half. Really? That low? Wow. Okay. Hey, that's better than two. Yes. (laughs) It is better than two. Really, not above neutral for you. Surprising. I just thought that given your background, you might be interested in this genre you know what? of music. And you know what? I do feel like a dick because I really just wanted to hurt your feelings. Oh, okay. The <laughs> but I will, I will bump it up to a three solely because I have loved every Outcast song I've heard with Killer Mike. <laughs> And I can only think of the one right now. Which the one? Whole, is it? whole world and the whole world. When you make that sound, but 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 Killer Mike's on that one. Okay, all right. That How funny good. will it be if I look that up and he's just not? It's just <clears throat> another rapper from Atlanta. It was actually Fat Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about you, man? Oh yeah, wait. I need to say it. three. Donut holes, donut holes, filleted <laughs> donut holes, not deflated whole donuts. Filleted <laughs> <laughs> donut holes. Andy, after we're done recording the episode, can you tell me what fillet means? I'll do you one better. <laughs> I'm driving up right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I better do my rating before um, things get any more serious here. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to go because I absolutely love it musically, lyrically, everything. I'm going to give this one a big old four and a half filleted donut holes out of five. So there we have it. That's a good amount of fucking licked oh. hole. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, Andy. Um, I think we've reached the point in the podcast where you assign me and the listeners some homework. Um, I did just look it up. It was Killer Mike on that song, awesome. so I'm good, I'm not good, good I'm not stupid for that reason. For other reasons, okay. Um, I just uh, I just want to say this, just because I need you to know that I almost picked Medicine at Midnight, which is the most recent Foo Fighters, mm. just in honor of the late Taylor Hawkins. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That floored me. Like I was, oh, yeah. I was in a show backstage, mm-hmm. and then I just like that thing came up on my phone, and I went <gasps> like slapped my hand over my mouth. And they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Taylor Hawkins died." And they go, "Who?" And then <laughs> so then I ran on stage to do my bit, and I was angry. <laughs> yeah, um, that was pretty. That was uh, shocking news. Um, let's see. I have four options up right now, and I just can't pick one. Um, Flip a four-sided coin. (laughs) How? Okay, so part of me, I know we know this album, but part of me just wanted to, like, re-go through it with you. How well do you remember Blink-182's self-titled album, Blink-182? I'm down for that. I'm down to talk about that. Dude, Yeah. Let me look at the track listing. I mean, I, yes, I, I'm now I'm just curious how how well I remember it. Um, I 
feel like I have mixed feelings on it. So it'll be interesting to revisit that. I haven't listened to a lot of those tracks in a very long time. Let's do it. I'm down. All right. Blink-182's self-titled album, Blink-182. Let's see. I'm just looking at the track list. There's some, there's some really good tracks on this. I'm not going to tell y'all who Blink-182 is. Y'all know. But you, I'm talking about the special re-released version where they replaced Tom's vocals <laughs> with, with Matt's key. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, they very pettily just went through every album in the back catalog, and they're just like, replace it. Uh, with, like, a deep fake Matt Skiba. <laughs> yeah. All the music videos. Oh, man. I've I got no I... regret right now! I'm feeling this! I, just, I have a bad Matt Skiba. <laughs> that's not that how he sounds. Beat Bill Short. That's, Matt, that's Mark Hoppus. I don't even know why. He's... I was just trying to think is. Like, the most Tom DeLong sounding of the lyrics, like, where are you? It'd be like, where are you? And I'm was, so sorry. That was a great, that was a great Matt Skiba. I, thought, just <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> I hate you. I can't yeah. wait. I'm excited. That's cool. Blast from the past. What was that? 2000, 2003. Three. Oh, we were you don't, relaxed. You don't know that? You don't know that? I do wholly remember that. I was going into eighth grade. And then my friend's like, yo, God, you, we got to get this album. We got to go to the Walmart and get our parents to buy this album. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, um, we've got our homework, our ratings. Did you want to promote any of, the, any of the shit you got going on? Your shows and stuff? Yo, if you're in Chicago, <clears throat> when is this coming out? Next week, Wednesday? Uh, it'll come out sometime when it's ready. <laughs> well i'm not gonna pitch that then uh i would um i want to pitch i'm in this show called shamilton yeah. which is an improvised musical in the style of hamilton where we get a suggestion and we do a fucking rap musical about that person and that's fridays at second city in the skybox Starting April 22nd. Awesome. And uh, listen to Andy's other shows. It's in the show notes. Dude, check those show notes. So, Andy, uh, before we wrap up for the night, just two really quick things on my agenda here that I just thought we could maybe just, like, take care of quick on the air before before we finish up. So, like, A, what are your thoughts on the Will Smith slap? And B, what are your thoughts on what's going on in Ukraine? It's a T-Rex. Um, I think I just confused its perch for pooping and defecating.